our okay. viewers are definitely on the on the lookout for for blessings for this uh, coming year you know i think let's get to it quickly so that we keep up the time that we've set for ourselves the 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 recently released statement of the young communist league of south africa um uh, released in your name uh says that the YCLSA welcomes the first phase of the comprehensive student funding model can you elaborate on why the YCLSA views this as a progressive policy intervention and its potential impact on broadening access to higher education well thanks the <clears throat> question um one, you would know that um, since the fees must fall, the battle will have fought alongside um, the South African students, our allies, and everyone else uh, who is an interested party on the matters related to education. We have at the time achieved certain um, milestones. One, to lift the threshold of the joint family income to 350,000. Mm -hmm. And then as such, <clears throat> as a consequence of that, there was a new notion that would have emerged, that of uh, the so-called missing middle. And um, we would have also, and as such, students whose parents, mainly in the public sector or workers anywhere else, who, whose joint family income as above uh, 350,000 were not eligible in terms of the financial eligibility criterion of the National uh, Financial Aid Scheme. They would, they would not be funded. And, and as such, those students are the ones who would be excluded on financial grounds that they would not have met their financial obligations with the universities um in the past so so um that is number one number two um the department shows that these will intervene to close to 50 percent that is 47 percent of the students who currently need this intervention um, so we believe that it, it 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 should be able to broaden access in that um, um, eligibility is broadened. It's not. It is not. We must record that it is not the the best that has ever happened, but it is um, a movement from where we were. Um, we would recall it is this. Uh, um, financial eligibility criterion pro, uh, has its way of uh, having some bottlenecks in terms of uh, access. So, so we find it as a little bit of uh, um, 
a, a mechanism that would, can be used to, to expand access into, into the sector. Mm, mm. And, and you also support the idea that the comprehensive student funding model will benefit students not covered by NEFSAS. How does the OACLSA propose addressing the challenges faced by the students in the in the missing media, especially regarding the income threshold for aid? Um, I think you touched on it a bit. Perhaps maybe you want to just elaborate some more on it. Yeah, we are seeing on that point uh, that these, like I said, it, it culminated this um, movement, culminated from the struggles of students pre and into the fees must fall movement and and and, and what not. So so that is now over half a decade wherein we've had this joint income, family income threshold of 350,000. So I say we are proposing that we've got to move this income, joint family income threshold to that particular 600,000 that everyone whose family income is uh, joint family income is up till 600,000 can be able to be eligible to be funded by NSFAS. Mm. So that is what I'm saying. This new funding model or the scheme must then begin, so the missing middle must move from joint family income of 350 to 600. Then this funding, this comprehensive funding model must begin from the people who earn over 600,000 and above. That is, those mm. people can be given that low. So I think it's a good start. I'm sorry, man, but your statement also mentions the concern about future private sector involvement in the disbursement of the funds of the NSFAS. Uh, could you elaborate on why the YCLSA, on why you have reservations uh, and believe that state control, preferably through a state bank or public development finance institution, is crucial or better for the management of the funds uh, NSFAS? Yeah, uh, maybe let me finalize the, 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 the preceding one. Okay. To say, uh, in the uh, this, or maybe let me say just the last financial year, the Monetary Policy Committee of the South African Reserve Bank has, and when it convinced, it increased the interest rate, that is the repo and prime rate, on three occasions. On three occasions. So, and inflation, hyperinflation is uh, active. And as such, that has an impact on the living conditions or standards of the people as a whole. Mm. With that being said, um, the working class and the working people, so it means the earnings you are having in the basket Of with the income that you are still having. So as such, to have to have a to have a stagnant threshold on incomes uh, 
threshold. Uh, erodes the earnings, and unfortunately, that is a, a major criterion that will be used. So, mm-hmm. so we're saying in these five years, the economic situation has been dire, and you must also consider that while the joint family income is three fifty. You must also consider the number of uh, the dependence on the very joint family income. So it is important that this point must be understood um, in context to say we appreciate this comprehensive funding model approach that is the first. However, we believe it is a good starting point to then raise the question of uh, moving the income threshold and then the people who earn above uh, half a million uh, can then uh, be earmarked for this model uh, as the missing middle. I think I think I think I think that one that one must be must be understood in in context because that is yeah. the main point we are making. Mm. Mm. No, I, I'm not sure if you are getting to the other question that I asked, or should I maybe uh, uh, repeat it for you? Because I think you will. That that, that would be kind of you and and and, and be appreciated. Yes. Um, you know, you 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 call for the disbursement of the funds of Nesfas to be exclusively, uh, oh, you good, know, good. on the preserve of the state. Can you explain the reasoning why behind that position and, and how it aligns with uh, your organization's broader vision for education in South Africa? Um, we understand the private sector's motive. Exactly. Mm. Uh, of venturing into entrepreneurial activity. The main motive is to make and maximize profit. So, in making and maximizing profit, who becomes a pre- into this uh, profit maximization will obviously be the poor people and the failing masses. So it's for that reason we are saying the disbursement of these funds should be the exclusively a preserve of the state, ideally through a state own bank. Why are we saying this? Because in an agreement between the public and the private sector institutions, such as a bank and the NSFAS, a bank will always, its interest will obviously be to make a profit out of that situation. The government or public sector will not, or if it's a state-owned bank, 
will not have a primary uh, motive to make profit, but to pursue the national imperatives or the agenda. So we're saying, with the monies that could have been the profit of whoever in the private sector, uh, those monies a public uh, institution or finance uh, finance development institution could also be uh, capitalized into assisting uh, many more students. So you you would understand, for instance, the current problem was dealt with of uh, unbundling this very NSFAS where you find the disbursement of funds has been privatized in that their service providers would do that. And more often than not, we have, uh, that is why we find challenges of students who, who uh, will not be given their, their, their allowances uh, on time. That is the the transport allowance, food allowance, and um, academic material or books allowances. And if you realize these things, these three elements are enablers of academic success or excellence in that you've got to have transport to go to school. You've got to uh, have eaten when you are at school. You have got to have books. So if you don't have those things in time, then it means the enablers of academic excellence are not there. That is the tools of trade. So it means it's a setup. You won't succeed without those. That is why they were made available. So if they are late, then it means... Uh, you will not be able to consolidate and understand of academic content yeah. and then ultimately you are back. Pardon? May so I beg your just frozen up on my screen, but you are back now. Sorry, you can continue. Oh, oh thanks, thanks. So the point I was I was making in finality is to say. If you don't have those things, those enablers of academic excellence, then we are seated with a much bigger problem that you will not succeed. And you know, there is a policy M plus that the NSFAS will fund you for a period equivalent to the duration of your, your course plus one year. So it means if you don't succeed in that duration, you will not be eligible to be funded. And as such, it means all the resources that would have been you been used on you would have been gone to waste because the uh, throughput, there's no throughput, therefore, there is no return on investment of uh, the public funds on you because the return would, would ideally be to have you qualified being skillful and able to co co contribute to the economy of uh, the country. 
So if those funds are used on you, but you don't ultimately get that result which was envisaged, then it will be wasteful. They were saying, so it is connected with the involvement of a private sector that is driven by a profit making and maximization as a motive. It is, it is for that reason. We, we, point, we, point, we, your point is well made and uh, well registered. Uh, I just want to, you know, because we're talking about NSFAS and its disbursement and uh, the problems that often befall that uh, that important fund of the students. What is the Young Communist League uh, view on 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 the on on the allegations leveled against the the, the Minister of Higher Education, the former General Secretary of the uh, Communist Party of South Africa? Uh, uh, Minister Blade demanding, uh, you know, around the you know the abuse of of funds, the bribes, and you know the the, the money allegedly uh, given to him to give to the SACP, and uh, you know those kind of allegations. What 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 is the view of the young communist league around those things, and how this yeah. affects the young people whom you are speaking about around the issues of funding for higher education? Well, good. Uh, I think you are following the discussion around this matter. And then one, the minister held a presser sometime to clarify this matter, which he said he categorically denies those allegations. And then the party, through its spokesperson, Dr. Alex Mashilo, did say that uh, the party has no knowledge <laughs> of these things. That is the second element to it. Yes. Then the view of the YCL will be that everyone, as we would have said in our previous statement on this uh, particular question, Everyone who has tangible information on these matters, let them approach a competent law enforcement agency such that these matters are tested empirically so that we don't talk about hearsay, we don't talk about allegations, but we talk about substantive uh, issues that would have arisen out of a objectively undertaken investigation. Last issue, speaking of objectively undertaken uh, investigation, we do believe that uh, if you conduct an investigation, whoever you are investigating must be aware that they're being investigated as a principle of uh, fairness, justice. And the principle of how the alteram partem is an important one if you undertake the, the investigation that is 
or that may not have a premeditated conclusion. So, so that is the view of the OSDN. If there's to be, uh, if there are to be allegations, let there be substantial evidence, so that then the OSDN can express its view on what is there on the table, not a hearsay or or other things. That is so. Well, you are basically saying right now the YCL will not entertain hearsay as you regard those allegations against the minister Benzimande as just hearsay and nothing. Yeah, it, 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 it's outer it's weight against the minister's weight because outer says this, the minister says he categorically denies. Mm. So then we've got to have a fair process of adjudication. And if that process is to take place, then there's got to be an understanding or 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 there's there's got to be an appreciation of the fact that there's got to, to, to you've got to listen to both sides of the story in making that particular determination. Mm. Unfortunately, unfortunately, uh, these people these people uh, uncompensate for a reputational damage that emerges out of is reckless allegations. So, so right now your position is that no. we don't know who is possible. No. Like. What we are saying, we capture what we are saying uh, accurately and yes. completely. Yes. What we are saying is that whoever who has a tangible um, evidence to get level allegations. Let them approach the competent law enforcement agencies. Noted, noted. That um, is the view of the Young Communist League. Noted. Uh, of South Africa. Noted. And as of the Young Communist League. Now, the past weekend was the was, was the uh, Marked this birthday to the you know the role played by young people in shaping the democratic order, and as well as young people's contribution to societal issues, uh, you know uh, generally. What 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 is the view of the Young Communist League with regards to that acknowledgement by the president of the ANC around the role of young people in shaping the democratic order of this country? Our view is that is better said or acknowledged than done. Mm. They are, because it's a well-established uh, fact that young people have contributed immensely uh, on the shaping of a democratic order. They themselves, during their time of uh, the, the, the where India contribution to the movement was at the apex. It was when they were youthful, energetic, and yeah. So, so we have said in the past of late that um, especially 
after the 18th and 19th open voter registration. We did say that after the IEC said 2.9 million people interfaced with the IEC during that weekend. And of the 2.9, which would have interfaced with IEC either online or by way of going to the voting stations. Over 70% were youth. Over 52% were females. But we also said, this is not reflected. This is not reflected in law-making bodies. And we express a concern to say youth representation is um, as important as female representation. Oh, mama fought for their 15% and they have it. If you make a thorough assessment of simply just the 2021 elections process and its outcome, our movement said they will have, the youth must have 20%. But if you look at many councils, there's no religious sort of compliance towards this thing. And that is one thing which we we take a serious uh, exception of and a dim view to say we must not be embraced just to be made to be excited. We've got to be appreciated as equal partners um, in, 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 in the course for, 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 for development and transformation. We are not subhuman beings as young people to be appreciated as sometimes and then sometimes uh, uh, when 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 um, the youth must now uh, represent their aspirations and whatnot uh, are then uh, uh, elbowed. Um. In conclusion, Mzwandile, uh, 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 the schools uh, year is beginning, I think, in the inland schools uh, starting tomorrow. What is the message that the Young Communist League of South Africa has, uh, you know, for the for the for the student population that begins their year tomorrow? Obviously, the Young Communist League of South Africa will wish them all the, uh, all of the best in this new academic year on the academic endeavors as a, as a starting point, because you know that we have had, for the longest of time now, uh, annual but year-long campaign. That means it's unending on the Joe Slow Right to Learn campaign. Uh, we're in the YCL focuses on school readiness in terms of 
staff establishment, learner to teacher ratio, challenges that are there in the school to ensure that we elevate them through the quality learning and teaching campaign, steering committees, and other things. So what we'll say, we'll just wish them well, uh, all, all of the best. They know that we always say uh, we, you don't pass at the end of the year, you pass at the beginning of the year, and proper preparation prevents poor performance. Thank you very much. That was Mzwandi Tahudi of the Young Communist League of South Africa, the National Secretary. Uh, we engaged with him on the important statement they have regarding the the funding model of the of, of the higher education uh, and uh, yeah very thank you very much uh, uh, and uh, all the best for your yeah, programs. Yeah. Ben Saramas. Mm -hmm.